Happy Sunday, everyone. Emmanuel here. I am host of Dare to Be Different podcast, and I want to thank each and every one for tuning in and listening in on this Sunday morning or throughout the week, whenever you have the time or the chance to check this message out. I appreciate you guys for joining me. And this segment is for anyone out there who may not have a home church or just prefer to listen to the word on the go. This is the segment for you. You can tune in right here from my home church and song ministries with pastors David and Melody Burford. Lord Jesus, yes, you're worthy. Yes, you are. Oh, you're worthy, God. 
start studying and reading, you know me, you know, mama said, well, one of her grandkids gave us a book, I said, mine's never, you know, when I get in here, I get a dig and chew, because I want what I want for my God, mm-hmm. you know, and I know the Father know what we need in our body right now, 
even in this church, he know what we need. Mm -hmm. And I do believe this is another way of God bringing not only the praise and worship that we do, but he want us to know about communion, the Holy Communion. And I know most of us know what it is. We know what the scriptures say, what we say, what Jesus said, but Paul went on down and he was talking about that unworthy manner. Do, how many, do we know what the unworthy manner that Paul was talking about, that the people was doing? And we need to know because when you take communion, you're supposed to, you, we supposed to know what Jesus had done for us with his body and with the blood. See, the Corinthian church, some of them, because they didn't know about the only the 12 disciples that was with Jesus, they knew when Jesus was in partation and what Jesus was doing with the Holy with the communion when he broke the bread and the wine. But we also need to know. And what Paul was saying, don't come to the church to eat for dinner or to drink to get drunk. See, back then they had the real wine, and, and a lot of them was coming in, taking communion with Jesus because they did not know to, to feel their bellies. Stay at home and eat your dinner. It's not the place to come to eat your dinner because you need to know what this represent. And drinking of the wine, you don't come to get drunk, and that's what they was doing. A lot of them was coming in there eating to eat like they just like we having a, a buffet feast that's eat. That's not what the communion of all. So they have to be taught to know the right way when you come to a, he said, a holy communion. It's holy. See, God set this up. This is holy. How many no, Jesus is a holy God. Jesus is holy. So you got to know that, okay? So that unworthy <coughs> manner. So a lot of us know unworthy manner is only this. I want us to know when we come forth and partake of the communion, one thing is to know what the communion represents. The unholy manner, you coming and taking it, not knowing what it's for. When you take it, Paul said you bring damnation and judgment unto yourself. That's why the body of Christ is sick, weak, premature death. Did you get that? The reason why the body of Christ is weak, sick, and dying is because they're not discerning the Lord's table in the right way. See, you bring damnation to yourself if you don't know. But see, that's the reason why it's the pastor's responsibility. See, we are the spiritual authority in the body of Christ to, to, to teach you and show you and make sure you're doing it in the right order. See, I don't want us to take communion and then we go and get sick, stay sick, weak, and premature death at you for your time. Because we got sin is still running rampant in there. We know in the world sickness is running rampant. We know that all of what the world is doing, they're supposed to be sick and weak. We shouldn't have been. See, because the world, that's what they do. You understand? The world lives worldly, fleshly. 
they living out in the sin. They living where the devil's at, so they're going to live like that. So we shouldn't be looking and saying, well, no, that's what they do. But us, as the body of Christ, bring us back to the Holy Communion. We should not be like the world. Not what my Lord and Savior went up on that cross for. You know, sometimes we need to understand Jesus went up on that cross. He paid a price for us that we just don't understand it in our carnal, soulless mind we got. You can't do it. Just because all everything Jesus done, it was a spiritual application. It was something spiritual. It was nothing natural. And thank God that that that, that Jesus said, take eat. This is my body. Jesus was speaking a revelation from heaven when he said, take, eat, this is my body was broken for you. And we need to know what the body of Jesus done. And I'm going to give you three things and I'm going to sit down and go back to worship or what have we got time. Three things that I can't hold on Patricia was that when you take the body of, when you take the bread that we eat, it brings healing, it brings health, and holiness to your physical body. When you when you partake of that bread and go there in your mouth, supernaturally God brings healing, health, and holiness to your body. Amen. It's a supernatural work of God. It's a supernatural work. That's why when you do it, you're doing everything we do is by faith. Because faith is what God gives us. God's honor our faith. Just like do with the lady with the issue of blood, you know. She said when she heard of Jesus, and then she thought within herself. So she thought about it. She thought it in her heart. If I could just only touch the hem of his garment. She said it inside herself. And then she done it. She went on through the crowd of people and touched. Virtue. We know the story of virtue came out of Jesus. And then Jesus said, who touched me? And all of the, all of the crowd and the disciples of Jesus, everybody is hitting up against you and touching. But he said, one pulled virtue out of me. Out of all of them crowds that was bumping and hitting them, only one pulled virtue, the power of God out of her to heal her. And what did Jesus turn around and say to her? Daughter, thy what? Faith. Faith. Amen. Faith. See, we need to know when we take this as faith. Faith. If you touch, take it in the right mindset, the right attitude, faith. Make you whole. The power of God is still here. It's available. Amen. The same anointing that was on Jesus is on us. It's on the church. So when we come together as the body to worship and praise and sing and all that we do, we ought to be expressing and ex, ex, I don't you know experiencing and the anointing and the power of God, the healing of God, breakthroughs, deliverance, casting out devils, laying hand on the sick. This is what we're supposed to be doing as the body of Christ in the earth. Amen. See, this is what He keeps showing me. 
Because we still run around like we don't have a God, we don't have a Lord, we confused. Jesus is not confused. When he went on that cross, he wasn't confused. He know exactly why he went up on that cross. Because he kept seeing you and I in his eyes. He done it for me and you. He didn't have to do it. So how can we just take him for granted? You know, the ones that often won't come in, they're taking our Lord for granted. So that's another thing that's, that's just, you know, it's, 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 it's a spiritual thing. And, and, and to keep feeling that, I don't want to feel that. Jesus paid an awesome price for us. Why reject him? What did he do? But love you. That's what he taught us. He gave us his life and took our old sinful nature and life into his body. How can we just, and I know we do it every day, but how can we just take it just for granted, I guess? I don't know. Because the things of the earth, you know, I made a decision a long time ago. I want to be used by God no matter if I don't get what I be asking for. I'm shooting for it, and I'm always shooting for faith. I believe in God. I believe I have things in God. I know he, he didn't give me a heart to think about him as low. You know, I sat there and I shared with my mom. I said, Mama, I said, why do you think that we have it mindset, even if we're looking at it in the lack and the poverty side? I said, where did that come from? You know, we, you know, we always, you know, tease my sister girl over there talking about she like to run to the Clarence rack all the time, you know. <laughs> the Clarence will keep you there on the low part because they're telling you you ain't got no money. So if you don't have money, the Clarence will teach you to stay low. And if you stay there long enough, everywhere you go, you're going to be always looking for sale or a Clarence or a discount. See, that's what poverty and lack teaches you. But see, God, what did the Lord say? What did he give enough? He said, let the weak say, I am what? Strong. He said, let the sick say, I am here. And he said, let the poor say, I am rich. All right. No excuse to stay there in it. You stay because you don't want to change. So I'll be talking to my mom. You know, I talked to her a little bit. And, 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 and you know, you could get captured into that. I'm telling you. Man. Then not having what you want. You can, you can get captured in your mind and you'll stay in that level right there. You'll stay there and don't even know you're there until you got to get a breakthrough. Something, you got to break through all of that. And sometimes we need to get around people that right. is living on a, lot, a, 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 a higher level than us and get in that rub arms and get in there. Before you know it, you living like that. You know, one minute you say, I'm not, you know, not going to pay $10 or $20 for that thing. But you got people out there buying two and three hundred dollars for the for what they want. Why don't I have in mind when I want something? Why can't I go get it? Why well, I got the bad am because I'm looking at lack. You know, I'm just checking it off. But see, that's that's one of the things came from the curse. So when we when I talk about the curse, the Lord said Jesus has redeemed us. Galatians three thirteen. So if you believe, are you redeemed or you're not? I don't know. I know the Bible says you redeemed, you set free. But do you know who you are? Mm -hmm. God means what he said to us. Now, he's not going by what we see and feel and, 
and down in this earth realm. Like I, you know, I tried this. I told the Lord I'm going to stand up and tell the truth. That's what I told the Lord. I'm not going to set up the sugarcoat or nothing for us anymore. I haven't done it because I always try to teach the word because I don't sugarcoat. If you're not listening, that's not my fault. But I told the Lord when I was there, I'm going to tell whatever's in my heart and I'm going to speak of his truth, which is his word. And if no one don't want to listen to me, I can't help it. You, I'm not trying to offend. I'm not trying to do anything like that because I love you. God loves you first. And he put his heart on me to tell you, I love you too because that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. If I was not loving you like God put in me, I don't have time to sit here and waste my time. You understand? I got to go up higher. Amen. Got somewhere I got to go, but I'm I'm willing to help. Cause Jesus said, "No, he he wished no one be lost." But I will go another. We've been there here for thirty what, thirty five years, and I go another thirty five. It don't matter to me. I'm gonna still surrender my life. So that's when we sing those songs. The one that you had on with this lady was singing. I give my whole life to you who worship in the same praises to him every day. I lay down my life every day. It don't matter with me because I belong to the Lord. We have to come to that place. We don't care about this world no more. So I stood and I said, Lord, I'm going to tell you the truth and I'm going to tell it the way I hear it and the way I know it. God said, you healed, you healed. I don't want to hear no excuse about it because that's your excuse. You can't, you ain't going to bypass what God said. If you don't know how to get healed, come on, we're going to teach you how to get healed. Amen. Jesus just said, lay hand on the sick. That's Amen. one other way. We can get healed through worship, through the communion. See, we got all kinds of ways of God, and they are easy ways. What I always say, you want to go to work 40 hours, 50 hours, seven days a week to get some money or whatever to pay a bill and all you got to do is come take communion just get before the father and worship the same i'd rather do that than go out in this hot heat how many of us want to go out in this hot heat that we are experiencing that mm -hmm. and work 10 hours a day seven days a week trying to get some what money god been giving us all the money in the world to us we are joint heirs. We are heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ Jesus and all of that we are heir to. Everything. Gold, silver. The world belongs to the earth. It's the Lord's in the fullest thereof. God's been giving us everything, church. And we are the church. We are the light and the salt in this earth. Amen. We walk with the power and the anointing and authority and revelations. And the blessings of God is on us, the church. Jesus placed that on us and given us that right and privilege to walk as sons and daughters of the Most High God. We say we have power and miracles and favored by God. That's an everyday thing on us. This is an everyday. We should walk like that every day. But I know sin nature done taught us. I know, you know, I know that nature taught us how to do wrong and see wrong and hear wrong and act wrong and live in sickness and poverty and living without God. That's the sin nature 
He done it. Adam brought that into the world. So we understand that. We got past history on that. Adam brought that be disobedient, brought the sin. The curse came into the world because of Adam's fall, but he gave us Jesus. See, that's what I love right there. Jesus come in the world, he took away all of that. He, he made us free that we can come back to our Father and worship and praise him like he said. And, and let me just share with this in Revelation. See, see, when we come together, we come together with the angels. Look what the word Revelation 4 and 8 say. That's it. If they doing it in heaven, this is what we're doing with them. Revelation 4 and 8, got it? It said, I'm going to read it. He said, and the four beasts has each of them six wings about him, and they were full of eyes within, and they rest not day and night. They rest not day and night, saying, holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. That's what they're singing up in heaven right now, every day. Oh, what, you know, they say when they when the angels go there and come make up, they see God different. And, and, and this is what they're singing unto God. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. They up there doing it right now. As we sing and worship God, they are longer in heaven to still sing. And we doing it on earth like what we supposed to. He said in heaven and on earth. God got angels singing for him 24-7, if I can say they ran his throne. They never miss a beat. They never miss, miss a beat for God. God got somebody worshiping him up there. Whether we do it or not, the angels is doing it. And then he dropped down in the 10th verse, say, the four and the 20 elders, see? Around, look, look what they done. The four and the twenty elders fell down before him that sitteth on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, look what they're saying, Lord, thou art worthy. See, that's where we get a lot of our worship songs from when we sing worthy is the Lord and all this and holy, holy. That's where they come from, these scriptures right here. When we sing them, that's why the anointing is on and, and, and they said, look what they said, the, the, the four and twenty elders. They are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. That's what they're saying up there right now. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they were created. Talking about us down here in this earth. God created us down here. And look what they saying unto our God, our Lord. Thou hast created all things for thy pleasure. We are here for God's pleasure, not our pleasure. So we got to make that decision. We got to come to a make a decision. I am yours, especially if you're born again. I know all of you is born again. So I'm just going to tell you the truth. You don't belong to yourself anymore. You have no right messing with your flesh with anything like that no more. Because God is not pleased with us in the flesh. Can't you, right? We know Romans 8th chapter. 
You cannot please God in the flesh. And that's what he's saying. You cannot please God in the flesh. Because God knows that you belong to him then, not yourself. So I would advise anybody that don't stay out of your flesh because you're not gonna you're not gonna receive God in that area right there. Because the flesh is dead. And we need to understand that that revelation. The word is that truth. If God said that your flesh is dead because of sin, how can you get blessings out of something that is dead? So why waste our time messing with the flesh? Stand in this natural realm. Why don't we take our flesh and tell it to be obedient to God? Let God use me as an instrument. See, God wants to use you and I with our bodies as instruments for him in the earth. Not for yourself running after money, running after women, running after alcohol, running after parties, running after to get rich. No, God don't want you to do that because he already got that way made. He said, let the poor say, see, God already know how you're going to be rich, how you're going to be rich, how I'm going to be rich. He already done it for you, put you on this earth. So it's your, your responsibility to mine, seek his faith. And he'll reveal this to you. You ain't got to go and do the world way if you don't want to. Now, you know, I'm not telling you, if you don't know God, you got to go the world's way. Because you don't want to look stupid in the natural. You wants to, you got to do something. Can't sit down and don't know God. You're just going to be like the four lepers. Well, we sat here, we're going to die. But I thank God for the four lepers because they woke up. If we go to the enemy, maybe they'll capture us. Or kill us, but maybe they'll make us slave, and we'll work for them. See, they was thinking, so they eventually they got up, went to the enemy's camp. You know what happened when they got up and went to the enemy's camp? God stirred up a noise again, church, and they fled from their camp. See, those are some good, good. I don't know what the right word to say. I don't want to say stuff, but I got to say something better than ever to us. That was goodness of God. That was the blessings of God that belongs to the church of Samaritan was surrounded, won't get nothing in it, but the food and all they need was right out there in the enemy's camp. Holding the blessings of God that didn't belong to them. It belongs to God's people. But he took the four lepers that were sent out of the camp because of the disease on them. They couldn't stay in the camp. So they stayed outside. That's the only four that went on out there. And when they went forward, God made a noise in the camp and they flee, left everything. Food, Manuel, everything they needed, they gathered it all up and they brought it on over here. And they went in there and knocked on the door and told the church, said, look, we found plenty. They wouldn't believe me first because they thought they took sides of the enemy and y'all just want to pull us off so they can kill us. No, no, come on. They went on there, Manuel, and they saw all that, all that food, Manuel, and stuff for the people. They covered all that in there and blessed them people. See? See, God knows how to take care of us. We just got to let him. So, I'm just at home, I'm, you know, I'm looking at the book of Revelations and all, and they singing, holy, holy is the Lord. See, the Lord 
when when I sing holy, holy, it does something to me in the spirit because the Lord is trying to get me to see there's nothing wrong in here. Okay? There's nothing wrong. Holy is nothing. You can't, I don't know how to even describe it to say it. All I can say is you ain't going to find nothing evil, bad in God Almighty because he's holy. That's just like one of the demonstrations I can give you. If I had a fire right here, right? When I, whatever I put in the fire, what happened to it? It burns up. That's just like God. How can anything make him un, unholy? Nothing can make him. You can't touch him. So nothing in God is going to make him holy like we experience and say. See, because we go through this experience, we experience it down in the natural we think God is said, like, no, he's not. Oh, no. So when we come together, we worship our God. We sing praises to his name. We honor him. We adore and worship him and give him the highest praise. We come together as the body to exhort Jesus Christ as Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. We cast our crowns before him. Whatever Jesus has done in your life, that's like a crown he gave you. So you honor him and say, Lord, take it. It's yours because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. If you didn't save me, I wouldn't be here. See, that's how you got to see him as your Lord, as your king. Especially we have been saved, born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. You got all the evidence you need to be a Christian. Jesus said, told the 120, said, Terry here. I'm going to go to my father. He's going to send you. He's going to send you a comfortable back. And that was the Holy Ghost came into that upper room, and it was all filled. Jesus said, what? Endure with power. So I'm telling you, church, see, again, we got to, do we really understand that? We have the power of God Almighty in us. But I do believe because of the renewing of the mind stops us, hinder us from knowing who we are, what we possess in these earthly vessels. We got the power that like Jesus said, Jesus, couldn't nothing stop Jesus even in the flesh because he was anointed and had the anointing on him. And when he went to, through the earth, what did they say Jesus did concern of healing? He said, how many? He said, say it good. He went about doing good and healing them all. Say it loud. He went about doing good and healing them all. He said, oh, when Jesus healed everybody. Amen. He didn't left no one off. All got healed. And when Jesus went up on that cross, every one of us got healed. When we accept Jesus, you got healed of every sickness, diseases. There was, got a name. He bore it on his body. Amen. Now you can walk in healing, health, and holiness. See, the, the body and the blood is two different components, elements. They are not clumped together. Oh, no, the blood had one work and the body done one work. Amen. So every time we take the bread, you ought to see yourself 
healing for this physical body, health for this physical body, and holiness for your physical body. Because we need it down here because sin is all here in this world. So we need the communion. We should because, you know, I look at the, the early church, such as the disciples, what they went about doing every day. When, when they was walking, going to house to house, what they were doing, you know what they were doing. Okay, daily they done that. They wasn't doing for a ritual or anything. They know that when, when Jesus taught them about that, and Jesus was in partation, his life into them at that time, and they caught hold of that. They saw it. When they looked at Jesus walking in the earth, Jesus never got sick of anything. Couldn't touch him. So when Jesus broke bread, sat at the table and broke bread, he taught them what this importance this was. So Paul tells us, he said, do this in the remembrance of me. What is you supposed to remember? What do, you, what do we supposed to remember? Okay, and what else we supposed to remember? With his body and the blood. Remember what my body did for you. Remember what my blood done. See, that's, this is all you're doing. And he says often. You can take it 24 if you want to. I say to us, as long as we got something wrong with us, as sickness in our body, keep taking communion and keep thanking and praising what the body did. The body brought us healing. Health and holiness. We need that. That's the only thing what the Lord is showing me, church, is we're going to reverse the curse. You know why we're aging all the time? Because of what's going on in the world. Sin. But we can reverse the age. Go back to renewing yourself. Looking young. Someone look at me and say, oh, you look like you're 20 years old. That's right. So what you doing? You... See, you know what you're doing to get that youth back, your age back? Communion. So communion help us get out, stop aging quick. So I'm learning that. But we're going to know us, and inside ministers is going to know. You're going to know how to stay healed, stay delivered, because you know through the body and the blood of Jesus Christ, it's our divine right our salvation. Okay, church? God is good to us. He loves us. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Whatever's going on, he's right there with us to help us. That's good news for us to know. So, God, Lord, we just thank you today for your presence. We thank you for your word. And Father, we thank you that it's an honor that we can come to worship you and praise you. It's an honor, Lord, that your presence is right here with us. And we just give you all the glory and the honor and the praise for every good and perfect work you've done for us. Amen. In Jesus' name. And let everybody say amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. That was a little different with the communion. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to join me again next Sunday and every Sunday at 6 p.m. for another inspiring, uplifting message 
delivered by pastors David and Melody Burford of Insong Ministries. <laughs>